Welcome to Relationships Turned On. I'm your host, Laura Press, marriage and relationship counsellor. I believe relationships can be fixed and you deserve to have a connected and loving relationship. I give you the tools, strategies and insights so you can have a world-class relationship. Welcome to this episode of Relationships Turned On. Okay, so it's December 22nd. We are almost at Christmas and it's, you know, it's exciting, it's fun, we're out of routine, but it's also stressful. (laughs) It is also busy. It is also ticking off all those lists on the to-do list and how on earth do you have an empowered conversation with your partner (laughs) during this time? How do you convey what you're thinking and what you're feeling? I want to know, have you been thinking, I can't wait till the holidays are over. I can't wait until, you know, we can get back to some normalcy and just talk. Or are you like, it's fun. It's great, but I'm just so stressed out. Everyone (laughs) operates differently. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that you're the person reading a book and chilling, you know, that you're not feeling stressed out and that you're not in that way. Um, But in this episode, I really wanted to talk about how you can have empowered conversations over the holidays, because let's face it, over the holidays, we have more time than ever to talk to our partner, usually, even though things are busy, you know, there's downtime traveling, there's, you know, maybe planes, airplanes, who knows, like there's, there's time or you're at home together where you can just connect. And so you don't want to miss these opportunities. So this episode is really about capturing those opportunities, but then how do we make sure it's actually an empowered conversation as opposed to, you know, I don't know, maybe one person hammering their point of view (laughs) down the other person's throat. Obviously, we hope that's not happening, but that can happen, yeah. And so... Before I dive in, quick disclaimer, this is for entertainment and education purposes only and should not be considered advice of any kind. Okay. So how do we have empowered conversations during the holidays? Like I said, you want to capitalize on this opportunity to connect. We are so busy throughout the year doing, 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 rushing, rushing, rushing. I mean, I'm hoping that's not you, but let's face it, our lives are very fast paced right now. And I think they're only speeding up, not slowing down. And so how on earth do you, instead of going through this time and just being like, oh, well, we we had all this time, we should have connected, but honestly, we fought. We just fought the whole time. We were stressed the whole time. We were narky and snippy and we disagreed on lots of things. How do we get past that? How do we really connect? How do we actually see each other, actually hear each other? How do we feel heard, valued, and appreciated by one another? Okay. So this is the kind of thought pattern and questions that I will get a lot around this time of year, because it's like, it is an opportunity. It is an opportunity to connect. It's an opportunity to slow down. It's an opportunity to unwind if you want. It's an opportunity to connect with family and friends, to enjoy that, to have fun times and fun memories together. And so how do you do it? (laughs) The first thing is, well, to breathe and to be intentional. So you want to talk to your partner. And I, I think I mentioned this sort of in a different realm around family and friends in a different kind of application, but around 
empowered conversations. You want to talk to each other about what kind of experiences you want together. Do you want to connect? Do you want to be intimate? Like, what do you want it to look like? And people will say, well, that's unsexy to talk about all that stuff in advance. I can't just spontaneously happen. And then I'd like to ask you the question, well, are we all just a walking, talking Hallmark movie? (laughs) No, we're not. They show the great parts, but we don't get all the other stuff. And so because we're not a walking, talking Hallmark movie, (laughs) things need to be set up. Life is busy. You want to also prepare your partner. If things are going to be changing, you know, you haven't been connecting, you're disconnected and you haven't been talking. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, we're holidays and we're talking and we're connecting and all the things. could be like, what on earth is happening? So pre-frame it, set it up, set it up for success, as I always say. So talk to them like, hey, I'm thinking this is a great opportunity. We haven't been as connected as I'd like to be. This is our opportunity to kind of double down on that, connect a bit more, steal the moments where we can steal them, have those deeper conversations about things maybe we've been putting off or we may have put under the rug and we may have just been like, oh, we'll deal with that another time. I can assure you, if you don't deal with it soon, you'll be dealing with it eventually and usually in a much larger way. It compounds and Almost every couple that I see will tell me it's been a slow burn. It's been a slow stacking effect over time. Sure, there might have been an incident that broke the camel's back, but it's most of the time it's just been this thing on top of another thing, on top of another thing, on top of another thing, and we never really address it and we just keep fighting and we just keep going around in circles and circles and circles and circles, okay? You, I don't want that to be you. <laughs> so sometimes, yes, seek help. If you're in that place, get some help, Okay. I'm not going to beat around the bush with it because couples often wait six to seven years, years, let me tell that again, six or seven years before they get help. So they'll be fighting, they'll be unhappy, they'll be disconnected for six or seven years before they see a counsellor. Could you imagine what it would do for them if they saw a counsellor way back at the start, say three months in, two months in, six months in, even a year I mean, even a year I think is too long to wait, but, you know, if you if you have to. <laughs> Say we go like three months, how quickly could that be fixed? How much less damage have you done to one another? The repair is quicker. It's easier It's to, to address it there and then or at least really closer to, close to the time. My point in that is don't sweep things under the carpet. You need to bring it out to be addressed in a lying, kind, loving way. Next part is to set that appointment with your partner. Like so even if, let's say, you're traveling, you've got downtime, the kids are asleep, whatever. Ask them. Don't just launch launch into the conversation because you don't know where your partner's head is at. It may look like they have nothing to do and they're just driving and this is the perfect time. And it may be or it may not be. They may be stressed about something at work or something they forgot or who knows what. So you want to ask, hey, is now a good time to talk about X, Y, Z? Now, people will often jump over this step and I want to tell you why this step is important. It shows respect for your partner. It shows gen- like that this conversation is genuinely important enough for you to set in a time with them, to set an appointment with them. It, it, it flags it for them that this is important as well. It gets them in the right headspace before you launch in. They're like aware of the topic that's coming their way instead of like the tornado, you know, I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes it's like, hey, I've been thinking about this. And it's just like, you just like word vomit everywhere. Like, sorry about the the gross analogy, but you know what I mean? That's what it can be like. It can be like, blah. And their head is like anywhere but in that conversation because you've been thinking about it for maybe 
three days, three weeks, three months. I don't know. But they are like, whoa, I didn't know this was a thing. Where's this? Like, whoa. Like, and they're just like, hang on, I'm not even there yet. Let me catch up. That's why the appointment is so important. And there's more reasons, but let's just go with those for now. Decent state, you know, we're not reactive. We're not angry. We're not pissed, blah, blah, blah. You want to set it up for success. You want no distractions. I've, I've mentioned these before, all of those types of things. But what you want to also do is preframe the conversation with why it's important to you, how it's important, how it affects you. I feel, I think I need really dive deep into that type of thing and then ask them, does that make sense? And if they say no, then say it a different way or clarify it or restate it and then ask them again, does that make sense? If they still don't say no, if they say no, go, no worries. What part of it doesn't make sense? And then you like, just keep clarifying until you're on the same page. This is the part we jump over. We're like, I just want to, we all speak English here. (laughs) Surely my English can translate and you can get my, you know, you can receive it and understand it. That is what we all think. That is not the case. We, I always say we have two English dictionaries, but however, we interpret each word very differently and different words can be different triggers for different people. So with that in mind, you need to clarify, you need to understand. People like want to understand your intent and why this is important and why you want to talk about it. They don't want you to just go, bam, this is what it is because that's threatening and it throws their nervous system into fight and flight. Their defenses go up and you're done. The conversation is over before it begins. Even if you're still talking, yeah, they're not engaged, right? They're like, oh my gosh, I'm under attack. Batten down the hatches. Quick, you know, put the spiky thorns up, <laughs> whatever. Let's protect this fort. Like, we need to draw the bridge up. They are battening down the hatches. You are done with this conversation. And so it's important to know and understand that because if you want a conversation to go well, then you need to set it up for success. Okay. So I think that's that's pretty clear. And I am also, as a free gift for you guys, because I appreciate you listening so much, I am going to giving away something which I give my private clients. So this is a special one, but it's literally a script. It's a script to help you set up your conversations to have amazing or at least better conversations and it gives you the sentence starters it gives you the things to start it It gives you how to set it up for success and so that's my gift to you I mean I'm giving lots of gifts away this Christmas that's one of them so you can get it by the link below you just click the link it's completely free Um, I just want to help you have the most empowered Christmas and that starts with empowered conversations so also something you can do is think about the year Think about what's been building for you and think about what are the main things that we really need to talk about? Is there stuff that we haven't addressed? Have we swept it under the carpet? Do we need professional help? Sometimes you do. Um, Often you do, especially if you're sweeping under the carpet a lot. Do we need to, what do we need to do? You know, like, and write a list, maybe three, five points of the conversations that are really important to you that's been on your heart to talk about for a while. So you can bring them up. Now, be careful when you bring them up. Don't bring them up around family and friends. Bring them up on your own. Don't be around people. Um, pick and choose your timing. Some timing is not, you know, you want to make sure you've got the right time. You definitely don't want to be around family and friends while having this conversation. And so that's important too, you know. But also when you're around family and friends, you might have extra babysitters if you've got kids. So use it. Hey, would you mind looking after the kids while we duck out for lunch? 
an extra connection point, right? And maybe you're not with family and friends all year round, so you don't have that support, but you do now. And the only way to capitalize on it, and I'm sorry to use that word, but yeah, it makes the most sense, right? The only way to utilize the opportunity (laughs) is to ask, hey, would you mind looking after the kids while we grab a coffee? Would you mind giving us like an hour kid free time if you've got kids or if you're with family and you have no kids it's like hey let's go and get lunch on our own for a bit let's grab some time to ourselves let's reconnect and then when you go back into the extended family dynamic you are also better equipped to deal with it because you two are connected and you two are strong connected forces yeah that is powerful it means you you become unshakable and that's what you want to become yeah And so I think I use the analogy is like, you want to be the tree. You want to be so strong in your roots and in your core trunk as a couple that, yeah, family stuff might come up and it ruffles the feathers perhaps a slight little bit, but you two are so strong and sturdy in the roots and the core of that tree that, you know, whatever, let it come up. It doesn't matter. It ruffles the feathers and then you, you move through it. That's how you want to be this Christmas. And in order to be that strong tree and to have those deep roots in that trunk, you need to have these empowered conversations and address things and be honest and be real and be vulnerable and be authentic. Because I guess the question really is, is what type of relationship do you want to have? Do you want to have the relationship that maybe you've seen from your parents or extended family where they don't talk about things or that you know that they're not happy in that relationship? But then I don't do anything to change it. It's like just year on, year out, they fight, they knock, they they say things to each other, they put down each other in front of people. Like you don't want to be that couple. You don't want to be those people. So this is why empowered conversations are so important. Now, you need to be mirroring back during these conversations to check for the understanding And then you might be adding extra parts to it, like, oh, how could I support you in that, depending on what you're talking about. Well, what is it? What what do you need for me to help you feel better around X Y Z? Perfect. That's the sort of things you want to be asking. You want to be, and then grounding it down in actions. Oh, so let me see if I've heard you correctly. If I bought you a cup of tea in bed each night, you would feel so loved and so connected by me. And that one action, you know, that would literally right take me like three minutes, maybe four, depending on how full your kettle is. <laughs> um, makes you feel loved, and you're like, you're good. Yes, no. And you clarify and then you're like, oh, like I've just figured out what my partner needs from me. Now, obviously I've chosen one very small thing, but you get, I'm using an an simple example to get my point across. These things matter. You can ground them down in an action and then get the, get the guide, um, put the guide on your phone. You can screenshot it or you can just save it on your phone and use the steps and if they ask you what you're you like, what are you reading while we're talking? You can be like, oh, I just, I found this thing on how to have a really great conversation. So I thought, why not use it? So we can enhance our communication and all of us can use different tools to enhance our communication. Eye contact is great. Obviously not when you're driving, but to have a better conversation, um, it depends on the topic and the couple, but if you can do eye contact, that's useful. If you can be in close proximity, that's very useful sometimes even holding hands, connection points matter and we overlook them and we put little emphasis on them today. And for goodness sake, I do not know why. (laughs) I do not know why because you know what it's like when you get a hug. 
you know what it feels like when that happens. And, you know, we all know from the the research that the oxytocin levels go, which is the connection, love, and bonding hormone. Like it creates a physiological response. Same with holding hands. Like it's not this small little arbitrary thing that, oh, we so happen to do and we can just not do, not do these things anymore. Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. These things are important. The small things are important. These empowered conversations are important. And so I urge you, <laughs> I, I I really, really urge you to have the empowered conversations, get the script, make this a productive, fun, relaxing, but connected, but also it can be, I guess, a healing time for both of you too, if you really address these things and you share how important you are to one another as well. So it's not just sharing the the tough stuff, but it's like throughout the year, how many times have you told your partner how grateful you are for them? Like, honestly, how many times? Right. And that's the thing. Do that. Not just the hard stuff. You want to do that too, but you want to also go, yeah, but you know, I don't think I've expressed to you what you've done this year and how much that means to me, how much it means to me that you provide for the family or how much it means to you that you spend each night looking after the kids or I don't know, whatever it is, tell them it means more than you could know. That little appreciation can carry someone for a long time. Not to say we shouldn't do it more often. We definitely need to do it more and more often. Okay. Now that's enough for me. Go and have your empowered conversations. Have a beautiful, amazing, Merry Christmas um, and Happy New Year, which you'll probably get an episode for me before then, but Merry Christmas. Enjoy your Christmas. Have the empowered conversations at the right time. Spend some time connecting and loving and appreciating one another. And I cannot wait (laughs) to talk to you in 2024. It is now time for you to turn your relationships on.